Hey guys, welcome to the eighth episode of the Bakchodi Discussion and Social Meeting podcast. I'm Lionel, and today we are going to discuss on the topic of mental health, how it affects a person, what are the signs, and what are the means to overcome it. Joining me today on this podcast, along with Ethan and Edgar, are two of my closest friends and my pseudo therapists, Webby and Stacy. So let the therapy begin. Hey guys. Hi. Hey, Hello. Lionel, what's up? Hi, everyone. Hi, guys. How are you what's all? Up, man? Hey. Right. So before we dwell into before we dwell into our discussion, I just like as usual when whenever we start a podcast, we want to know how you guys are doing. So since you guys are a meman today or meman Bhagwan hai, Atita Devo Baba. So how are you guys doing, Stacy? How is life at your end, man? uh life is pretty stagnant right now <laughs> frankly i think so uh, our friends are the things that are keeping us going at least keeping Absolutely. me going so uh, yeah so decent decent i can say uh, these times i think so the discussion that we are having uh, these times uh, show us how important it is to have you know important connections who we can speak to uh in times when we don't feel that great we always speak to each other and we share everything on social media when things are going great but uh these are the people at least i would probably reach out to when things are not going that well but decent i'm quite uh, feeling quite enthusiastic today <laughs> and i'm quite happy to uh, be speaking with all of you all oh that's great that that is usually on uh, like whenever we record a podcast we're like all pumped up and this is how we yeah. we take it as as it is man very Welcome. Good to Thank see you. Thank you ages. so much for inviting me here. So it's uh, it's great. It's great. Uh, I'm studying, so I have a lot of assignments, uh, and uh, I have to do a lot of things. So things I I'm pretty good. I'm pretty okay, mm-hmm. and I'm so glad to be here. Mm-hmm. I'm very very excited to share certain things that I know and I feel about. So thank you for having me. You're welcome. Namaste, Tai. By the way, namaste to you too. नमस्ते the company doesn't want to win cash leaves so now they are telling us to take a leave so it's like a yeah, total man. reverse of how normal corporate uh, <laughs> works where you can't get sanctioned leaves <laughs> right right typical typical this but that's that's what's going on across the globe also man like it's like if they have like no work they're technically telling you to take a leave so that later on when there's intermittent workflow then you you kind of this yeah uh, have yep. resources mm. to uh, address that issue edgar what's up man it's like yeah good to see you dressed up today <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, i am things at my end are good they are when i say good it means it's just normal and it's sort of stagnant as stacy said but what is mm-hmm. making me very excited today is that we have our first guests on our podcast that this is webby and stacy right. so i'm very right. excited to have both of them uh it's been so long that i've spoken to them i mean after how long are we talking uh uh maybe in 2016 was the last time we spoke yeah i'm sure no like, and oh after that for sure for sure maybe in 2017 again Probably. i guess yeah 
yeah but yeah it's very nice to connect with your old friends and i'm very excited to have you guys on the podcast so yeah thank you Pumped for up. having us welcome guys so <laughs> what's happening with you lionel yeah so yeah about me like i i've been busy this entire week as usual like normal work and you know trying to get a lot of deadlines out and then yeah i've been listening and reading a few articles on on immigration and stuff like that and and one article that actually so i'm addressing a few healthcare concerns across the globe in my in my work currently and something that has caught my mind recently is that uh, depression rates have gone up and so is suicidal rates and stuff like that for the listener out here i i had i had i had looked up a fact on uh, on the on the net and and it and in america the the suicide rates have gone up by 1.6% this year hmm. which is pretty alarming and they have blame and the entire and the entire focus goes on to covid being a major part and factor of it okay and yes covid has amplified stuff like they've amplified your recession they've not looked recession your economies are down and stuff are down people are literally literally jobless at this point in time yeah and it's very very alarming and and we've just gone through world mental health day health day recently right and so i thought of like let's uh, let's kind of uh, let's kind of address the elephant in the room and let's talk about mental health not many of us want to talk about it true but yeah so let's 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 dwell into it now the first thing what i read about it is joblessness and you know people who have a job and at the same time they are going through this phase they are kept on hold now talking about that uh Stacy I know you are going through that very same thing I'm sorry I'm just like you know jumping onto you right now but yeah for the listener for the listener out here it's like they know they are reading it in the article and and it's well good to know to hear it first off of the bat from someone who's been into this yeah so uh, yeah it's better to jump in because that's how the situation has been given to us right so even the covid situation is something that uh, none of us were prepared for uh, and the facilities available are companies as well i wouldn't blame them they also weren't prepared for the same but like when the pandemic hit mm-hmm. uh, we are all trying to figure out and understand like what uh, what's going on uh, how it will affect us basically yeah and uh, how long will this last so generally we were hearing speculations I think so uh, at least in India it was probably March when uh, it started getting very real and I remember still I think so March end was the last day I had gone uh, to work and we were sent home just saying that you know just work from home and within a week's time uh, things escalated so much that the next month we were told that we will be on leave without pay uh, so this was an indefinite leave without pay but still uh, at that time things were in the nascent stage mm. right so we were like okay probably just a month or two and we were all still pitching in when it came to our work because we are uh, related to our clients right so we are in depth with them and we really want to do a part for the company mm. correct so uh, so in that uh, in that part it was pretty on the initial stage we said that okay things will get better and i to give you a context i work in the travel industry i've always worked in the travel industry since the beginning and as we know it's been the first time that the airlines have completely shut down uh, in uh, at least in our own uh, generation right, right? yeah right. so uh, so the travel industry has been the worst hit and currently also is struggling to cope 
though things have been improving hmm. struggling to cope with the capacities right so uh, we yes, already yes. have capacities installed but we are not able to fulfill them uh, that's when it comes to the industry standpoint from where i uh, from where i come from hmm. uh, so that's the kind of context that we are just pushed into it right so we are just pushed into uh, the whole situation yeah. and didn't kind of know how to deal with it initially i was just waiting settling in um, mostly at that point of time in the initial stages of lockdown the focus was on seeing that your loved ones are uh, okay mm-hmm. everyone is safe that was the kind of this but as things started getting back we were waiting for things to get back to normal so a month or two passed and i found myself in a state of limbo mm-hmm. because i am employed but it's just that i'm not getting paid right so i had mm-hmm. not started uh, looking out for a job at that point of time i said things will get better but then the other things started hitting you know time was passing by right. and i seemed my life seemed to be still yeah and that's something that i have never experienced uh, always i had a particular plan that you know we get our education we take up a job and you work through your mm-hmm. entire mm-hmm. life yeah. and that's how things go yeah but i've never in my adult life i, I say adult but i still feel an imposter i feel very childish <laughs> because a lot of us do right because we are pushed into the adult life but we really don't understand how to deal with it mm-hmm. so i have never been in this position before uh, and i did not know what to do how to get started uh i felt like uh, uh, time is passing by i need to keep doing something but i really did not know what to do and i felt like uh, some things were unjust to me why was it why was it my industry that was picked up right right so those things started coming into play and uh, luckily i would say luckily uh, to see on the bright side i do not have the amount of uh, responsibilities when it comes to family wise i do not have that many responsibilities i do not have anyone dependent on me uh, so in spite of uh, being in a situation that i was sad that i was in the situation i still couldn't be as bad because i seen the people around me were hit even worse right right so your people mm-hmm. around you are hit even worse and uh, you feel bad that uh, you know your situation is much better than the others yeah but when it comes to, at the end you think individually right when the times are bad you are in your situation and the lockdown is very isolating you're not look, you're not seeing your friends often you are not involved in many social situations so it's difficult you find yourself isolated in the problem you are and it becomes very obvious uh to you that uh, you are in the situation alone at point, at a few points of time right so that happened the same thing happened to me i started feeling extreme anxiety about the future uh as uh, the fear i had a fear that you know will this ever end and will this lead to me being a failure mm. in uh, life you know will this will this end and uh, if this is the thing that's going to take me to failure you always hear of people who fail in life at times as a bad story hmm. and i'm like probably this is the state that uh, this is the thing that turns it around you know things were going well and if i don't pick myself up from here things are going to go downhill so that's my kind of situation and how uh, how i was feeling at that point of time 
and i had not uh, faced anything uh, emotionally at this level before mm-hmm. uh to say i had a very cushy life before this and i've always told others as well you know my life is pretty good i really do not have any kind of uh, issues uh, so i wouldn't uh, understand even when i'm going through something i uh, being a person i'm very vocal i'm a very vocal person and uh, being cut, in, cut out from a friend group a social group uh, led to me being very moody i started noticing that i was being very moody at times uh, not involving in a lot of conversations that used to happen slowly slowly disengaging not uh, taking up the phone and calling up a friend so i started noticing different moods of mine changing not normal behavior for me uh, so uh, i started noticing that and it is difficult to understand right till you don't analyze yourself it's difficult to understand that is happening to you it's easier for people around you to notice you but at that point of time you are in denial you're like i'm fine i'm dealing with it right and uh, at the same time i feel bad because i know that the people are in uh, like a worse situation and uh, still i say that you know i know the that each person's problem is uh, large and important uh, to them so it is justified to feel bad it's justified to feel upset about things and financially as well finance the financial uh, financial aspect of the whole thing is that i find myself being an adult still find find myself dependent on my parents staying in my parents house being dependent on my parents and at this mm-hmm. moment in normal circumstances i would have like to uh, be a person that i would be providing for my family right and here i find myself dependent on them right but stacy on honestly on this front yeah. you are blessed that you know at least you have your parents i'm just thinking about yes. people who are who are who have families and yet they have to take care of like i know yeah, there are a lot what, of people yeah. who are this what are people yeah, in so your we, like who you know that are out of jobs what are they doing like how are they facing yeah it? so yeah so uh, once we had a call of the entire companies right so our company all of the employees had a call this is i think so two or three months into the whole uh, leave without pay thing and the lockdown mm-hmm. that happened and i i am pretty new right so i was still about 1 1.5 uh, years into the company and we had people who were working for about 10 years for the company and i'm listening to the seniors of mine mm-hmm. who are on a call and who are crying these are grown uh people they they have families they have children mm-hmm. who are dependent on them as well as elderly parents who are dependent on them yeah taking medications children who have to go to school and i have heard of uh, them doing daily wage jobs just to make ends meet and that's when it hit me very hard right that you know our situation around us how grateful i am to uh, what i've been given i'm currently uh, in a much better situation when it comes to uh, a lot of things so i've heard of such stories and that really breaks my heart because we really don't understand uh, what goes through we can uh, we feel bad for ourselves right i am in the particular situation but to see that because of you your family member or someone who is dependent on you like your child is not getting a particular thing or not able to uh, follow up in the next term of education 
it's very heartbreaking it's very heartbreaking and very very difficult i feel so i really uh, give it a, give it out to those people who are fighting it out every day in order to make ends meet and uh, it's difficult uh, i i hope you know we are able to help them in a certain way and these these kind of uh, talks bring to light the kind of importance that uh, we should place on mental health mm. because uh, mental stability as well is a huge factor when it comes to being strong it's not just the external things right right so on that front that is more on like you know people who have like who are right now in limbo like i know eaten you and i are technically overworked during this situation yeah. we were supposed to get resources and stuff like that to help us out but like we have a job but then yet uh, there are days that we are we are we are sitting till like 11 or 12 in the night and people are spending as good as 14 hours 15 hours mm-hmm. and like we're really literally burning ourselves out and overworking what is your thoughts on that how how do you feel like how is your mental health going towards in this aspect and this uh, front so basically one observation is definitely in march what happened is as soon as everyone realized how serious this uh, virus was uh we go uh, there were some industries that were not affected so uh, me and both of us uh, work with the we are kind of like a kpo where we help with the research right. of uh, foreign customers so for us yeah there were still services but uh, my company specifically did have like a lot of our clients all of a sudden said that we are not certain about the environment so therefore we don't want to um uh, continue with the contracts hmm. so like that there was a lot of uncertainty uh definitely we lost a, a lot of people in our team uh, was uh, were transferred so definitely because of that because there was such uncertainty in the whole system a lot of us didn't really uh get very good promotions or increments so that why i think was a major issue with us like um uh, in the previous uh, financial year we were working really hard etc to basically try and earn something make something with our lives and then all of a sudden out of nowhere it's uh, we lost it i mean we can't even blame the company because they are also dealing with uncertainty right and i think also right now one thing at the bottom of my mind is i'm i'm getting work i'm working hard but uh, it's like next year are we actually going to get anything or is it going to be like um we are not um the company is going to just tell us listen the business still hasn't picked up the economy still hasn't recovered so uh what do you call this you're not going to get anything next year i think that's one anxious one thing that is causing anxiety with me another thing is also that we are being asked to do a lot more with a lot less basically um uh, if two people if one person was assigned to a job now they are assigning one person to two jobs just to get that little bit of extra out of them so a lot of people are working hard a lot of people are working longer yeah. and i think also another thing what i'm seeing also yeah. what i'm seeing also is that let's say for example if they have like a, a job worth x amount of hours they are they are cutting it down and they're giving a discount so that they can get in more clients and stuff like that and then yes, we, it, yeah. that is not transpiring on to us this is more on the company aspect and front but in terms of depression and in terms of you know mental health and all i've seen a lot of like it's my observation at this point like every month 
someone or the others are not long live in my company they are like you know they either they either have to take care of a parent their parent is not well or someone is not well mm-hmm. or they are overwork themselves they just cannot get up in the morning and then they say hey i cannot come to work mm. today i've got a bad headache this has happened to me at times and mm. this has happened to others at times and you're just burning yourself out you're burning yourself out you do not know your job is going to be there or not you're just making money for today you're sort of saving it but then you have your expenses also mm. at the same time now that is more on the job front now let's say for example now i know edgar you were supposed to uh uh you were looking for a good opportunity at this point in time you were supposed to shift and stuff yeah. like that and that's not happened and the pandemic has affected you on this aspect now you're talking to people who are in the same boat with you yeah what is going on with them like i know people have given up a lot they have sold their house and properties just to migrate and move out of house what is their mental state at this point yeah. in time so just to give our listener some context i'm i have applied for permanent residency in canada and i was supposed to fly in march but then uh, this uh, pandemic struck and uh, i'm very fortunate to have parents who are who can support me financially because i had planned i resigned from my job uh, and i was like you know i packed my bags i was ready to fly and then the pandemic struck and i was at home i was searching for jobs at home i did other things i fell into a lot of depression um but that is momentary depression not like the real uh depression but uh, i still kind of managed somehow mm-hmm. uh i am part of many groups where there are uh, you know people who are married they have kids they have families abroad so one case is as you said lionel uh, you know people got so depressed they sold their so these are the type of people who you know they sell their property they sell their cars they remove their kids from school they give their resignation and they are ready to fly now when a pandemic like this strikes these guys have to dip into their savings and their savings are not unlimited right i mean it's going to get over at one point of time so it really adds to the stress and uh, it's a very tough situation to be in that's one side the other side is there are people who uh, want to get uh, who are married already okay they have their partner in say canada in 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 my case and they are stuck in india because no flights are operating they are stuck and they they cannot you know reunite with their with their families and they have to live without their families for months together so i heard of a case where you know this uh, this lady she was in uh, canada and she gave birth to her kid and the husband couldn't uh, you know join them because because of the oh, pandemic wow. and so many sad situations you get to see man another thing is people who want to up, who want to uh, get married they also can't get married you know uh they have to uh, cut back on uh the big fat indian wedding the guests, the guests. and all that kind of stuff <laughs> so it's really uh, the situation what i saw this is my perspective this is my this is what i faced and it was really really bad right right but then this is now now like we've spoken more on the pandemic front and the pandemic has just been around months our mental health has been around since quite some time and people have been facing through it for quite some time like it's been going on webby you're one person who i know who's 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 part of this battle and part of this war and you won it you won it yes. so far how would you define mental health to the listener out here and your and 
and the whole aspect of it so uh, according to me mental health and uh, i'm i'm not just saying it according to me, i agree uh, according to mentalhealth.gov uh, it mental health includes our emotional psychological and our social well being so uh, it can also entail uh, the absence of mental illness when you talk about mental health uh but mm-hmm. uh the issue the issue that comes up is that how uh do we uh look at mental health uh how do we feel about ourselves how do we feel about others with us how do we feel uh how do we talk to ourselves uh so mental health is not just the absence of Uh, a mental illness but it's also about your everyday life and how we feel how we do things uh, how we react to certain situations uh, how we perform certain activities why i am doing a particular thing why that person does not want to do that particular thing so i think mental health uh, transpires into everything that we do and yeah. in everything that we feel in and around Absolutely. us Absolutely. I I I think that uh is is what that is my take on mental health and uh, uh I have uh been someone who has been going through uh this for a while way before the pandemic to be very honest it has been going on for around uh 6 or 7 years odd that I have noticed that this was a problem mm-hmm. uh in hindsight when I when I check uh, myself and I see I have been going through this for a very very long time uh and I have been dealing with this uh since 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 a while now uh however uh the battle does not uh it's it's not something that you uh that you just it's 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 a battle every day you fight it every day and it is worth uh seeing yourself rise up every day being able to do certain things that you thought you couldn't being able to feel a certain way that you felt you couldn't so uh yeah that is what i feel uh about it and that is what uh, my take is on it right now like you going through it like yes. if you see if today if i have to ask you on how do you identify if someone else like if you know your best friend is going through the same symptoms yes. and same stuff yes. like that how do you what are the what are the pointers or what are the not northern stars like as i would put it correct that would guide you to know that hey this guy is facing mental yes. health yes. what have you gone through yes. if i so of course uh, if, uh, if i may ask you for the listener out here yes to be very honest it is different for uh, for different people Uh, on a personal front uh, you cannot sometimes uh, i could not wake up in the morning uh, i could not perform simple tasks like even reading a mail would be difficult and processing what is written there would be difficult uh, wanting to simple tasks like even wanting to take a shower or even wanting to you i would just want to be uh, lying uh, on bed uh, all the time uh if a friend does not reply to you for a very long time uh it is very important to check on them uh i would just want to be cut off from society not want to talk to anyone bouts of crying uh bouts of uh feeling uh like there is someone behind me constantly when i'm awake mm. telling me that you're 
uh, a good for nothing uh you're worthless feelings of worthlessness so if mm-hmm. there is someone who is saying this to you constantly that mm-hmm. i i do not deserve happiness yes. i do not deserve love i do not deserve these things i'm not feeling like eating properly uh, i don't feel hungry i don't want i just want to sleep uh weird feelings of fatigue and if you notice these things i think these are the pointers that will make you realize that maybe this person's going through something and that person needs to reach out or you need to reach out to that person right now you were talking about like you know constant feeling of someone putting you down and stuff yes. like that where do you think this would come from do you think it comes more from societal do you think it comes more of from your aspect or it comes more from let's say office who who what are the main factors what are the main root causes for it uh, if i if to be honest uh, it was a cumulative uh, feeling of everything uh, there is not just one factor that was the most prominent one so uh, sometimes mm-hmm. it's the way you feel and you think about yourself it is the way others treat you also adding to it as well as how you see yourself in the eyes of others or how you are treated and uh, so it is a culmination of all of these factors coming together right. that sometimes will make you feel so if someone at office if if you feel low about yourself and that's the one day you go to uh, you go to work and someone tells you hey uh, what are you what are you doing why have you not done this properly now that may be normal for to someone else but for you that's like the end of the world so it is a culmination of um, i think all of the three points that you just said leo to be honest uh, and and many many more things uh, sometimes uh, i i to be very honest have had uh, great support from my family but uh, many people have not who i've come across have not been able to or have not got that kind of support from their family so in that way coming from how stacy spoke about the work side uh, i am very grateful that i've had a family that has been able to understand mental health and has been uh, you know giving me uh, the strength to go on and to deal with it so i did not spiral into another section altogether now that we spoke about the symptoms and how to look at it uh eden remember you and i were discussing when before we touched upon this topic we had spoken to another colleague of another friend of mine who's a trained uh, psychiatrist uh i think so she had given us some points like what are the what were the symptoms that she had listed down for us for mental health like these are also other symptoms if you want to identify in a person okay uh yeah for that basically she said that in the elderly population sleep disturbances are among the first symptoms of depression and it's also linked with uh, acute uh, confusion uh, basically sometimes there's falling uh, bowel and bladder problems etc so apart from that i think more general uh, symptoms include persistent sadness a uh, frequent or unexplained crying spells a sense of hopelessness uh problems in sleeping loss of interest or pleasure in ordinary activities fatigue or dis uh, or decreased energy difficulty concentrating remembering and making decisions etc uh these also i uh, she also mentioned that depression 
can mimic or be a secondary symptoms of more acute issues such as substance abuse, mental, medical illnesses, psychiatric disorders or grief from a loss. And one of the most important issues, at least for me, is that uh, it can cause issues with relationships. It can cause issues with academics or work. And you have difficulties in stress management and self-esteem because of this. Right. Right. So these were like a few definitions listed out by, by my friend. And her mom is a clinical psychiatrist. So she sort of helped us out when we asked her like, okay, these are the symptoms. And I think so Webby also mentioned these symptoms. Yes. Now that we know yeah, that, yeah. okay, this is a definition. This is the problem. It exists. It's there. It's right in front of our face. What are the importance? What is the importance? Because I feel uh, people just don't know the importance of mental health. So, Webby, could you could you elaborate on the important aspects of mental health? Absolutely, and why it is? absolutely. Uh, so again, coming from a very personal uh, point of view, because uh, I have noticed this when I have gone for therapy and I have spoken to uh, my therapist, uh, mental health is very different uh, or looks very different on different people. When when I speak about them going through a, a, a particular problem or a particular or more than one problem. Hmm. So uh, it can look very different to very different people. So again, I'm coming from a very personal uh, point of view. Uh, I have fought with it for some time and I feel better now. So I'm in a very, uh, I'm in a space where I uh, can speak about it without feeling uh, emotional or without feeling, uh, you know, uh, let down. There were times where I felt... Uh, that it was not supposed, I, I, I had to hide it. Uh, and I, I think I also mentioned it to Leo before uh, that I, I thought I had to hide it. And I thought that people should not know that I'm vulnerable. Hmm. However, uh, the fact that uh, we do this or we hide it from uh, ourselves uh, or from others makes it even more, we pressurize ourselves even more unknowingly or knowingly we pressurize ourselves even more and that can be an uh, a factor that aggravates uh, you know your stress that you already have so uh, the the most important thing is to understand that everyone is probably going through something emotionally mentally physically uh, uh, and, and that can stem from your mind. Uh, what I have also been told by my uh, therapist is that our mind plays tricks with us. Our mind is designed by the Almighty, the universe, in such a way where it plays tricks with us that it makes us feel certain things in certain ways. And that is why, uh, you know, it is very important for us to voice it so that people get the required treatment or get the required help at the required time before it's too late. Uh, as uh, Leo mentioned earlier, uh, we also have a lot of suicides. Uh, the pandemic being a, a major uh, cause to a lot of these things. But mental health was not is not just happening now. It was there earlier. And uh, it is also because a number of people look down upon someone if I talk about mental health. If I say I'm ill or I have a stomach ache, uh, you will tell me, okay, you know, because you understand what a stomach ache is. But right. because our mind is not uh, similar to everyone else's, 
people do not understand that and that is why it is very important to let that person voice it out and not to judge do not judge someone for what they feel because they may not feel the exact same thing as you but the fact that they are voicing it out may allow them to get the required help at the required time and it can save a life in extreme cases uh so uh, that is how important mental health is because every day actions can trigger many things so that is how uh, important i think mental health is so you are saying people should have uh, empathy for other people absolutely not being judgmental being empathetic uh, being uh, uh, just just giving out a shoulder or just listening to someone yeah can but then, can work wonders yeah yes but but then you know uh, mental health really is a taboo nowadays and that is the that is actually the elephant in the room and uh, we need Absolutely. to i mean people are not talking about it you know and we need to actually talk about it and uh, openly freely and uh, discuss it yes yes uh, and that is why i've realized after uh, fe- okay now it's not that i'm completely out of it hmm. i do feel bouts of it it is a battle that i uh, this thing every day but i know how to get around it and i feel better about myself than uh, how i used to before hmm. and because i am in this position now do i feel that it is not taboo right because i realize that that there that there may be so uh, it took me a lot of time also to understand that it is not taboo yeah uh, another thing uh, that that i also came uh, uh, to realize is that sometimes a person needs help you cannot help a person also unless that person wants to help themselves that is something that we need to understand uh personally again speaking i was extremely glad that stacy was someone who reached out to me and uh, i i also felt a little bad that i could not reach out to her and tell her as much as i would like to uh you know mm-hmm. but it may be different for someone else uh, uh some people may just cut your call or some people may just not want to talk to you i remember uh, you know going back to stacy and letting her know about these things because she hmm. reached out to me now if a person is cutting themselves off in in a way that you find is dangerous see intrusiveness is fine you do not want to uh, you do not want to get into a person's personal space respect that however when you realize that that person is completely cutting themselves off or there is a completely Uh, there is a drastic change from their behavior which can lead to harm hmm uh there is no such thing as intrusiveness then i think i think you totally have to uh you know move in and uh, you can saving someone's life i think hmm. is is the most important i'm talking from the other spectrum but intrusiveness uh i think people know and understand this uh and and have a connection so i don't think that there is a problem in being intrusive i used to always go back because i realized the importance of my friends at that time but if a person uh, and i think you will know if a person does not want any sort of uh, intrusiveness from you but if you realize that there is uh, some harm that is going to happen uh, there is no such thing as intrusiveness and i think you have to go all out and uh, i think also another important point is like whenever if you tell someone you're hmm. depressed i think one, uh, one of the first uh, responses will be like 
what what do you have uh, to be depressed about uh absolutely right eaten absolutely right uh one thing was that uh, uh, amir khan's daughter actually announced on social media that she was depressed mm-hmm. and she even said that i've been doing i've been taking treatment for one year and normally uh, people would say that i'm not a person who's should be depressed so i think one of the key takeaways is that depression can at uh, go after anyone it's not like Absolutely. you don't uh, it's probably you can't just say that you have nothing to be Absolutely depressed about yeah it's uh, like common flu yes. like dip, it's there it's, it's right there. there it's there and coming back to webby's point on someone who's keeping it up uh let me let me be like like i usually do that but then i i went it out at the end and the whole reason of this understanding of keeping it up up is bad is like uh, the other day i think so uh, i may be wrong on this front is like i was speaking to my friend and she told me there is three levels of your mind one is your 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 conscious subconscious and unconscious absolutely and to ex- to for a for a lay person to explain that to you is let's say your conscious level your conscious unconscious and subconscious level of your mind is like a like a building built downwards so your conscious level will be your ground floor okay. subconscious will be level 1 basement hmm. and unconscious will be level 2 basement hmm. now if you if we get something like and you're you're stacking these boxes up hmm. in your mind yes. in your memory and there are times we want to suppress it so we'll get it down to our subconscious level and then we'll take it down to the lower most basement of our mind and we'll keep it there yes but what we're not realizing that they're not normal boxes of memories they're a ticking time bomb and the moment it will explode yes it will shackle the foundations of our very absolutely. core mental health and that's why it is always good to let it out absolutely and that is what we were talking about not keeping it uh, absolutely hidden inside you and it's always good to talk it out absolutely now on the more on the taboo front what i feel is that it is sometimes that people take it like okay you you are into depression hmm. who's not Yeah. Like I'm depressed, mm-hmm. you're depressed. Everyone is depressed in this world. Mm. And what they don't realize at times is that they even shunning the person away. They're shunning him and they're pushing him into that mm. corner. Him or her into that mm. corner, which should be really bad. They're basically trivializing the issue. So right. So your 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 uh, it it is it is become a word that is abused. Like you know, depression is like used very loosely. Mm-hmm. Correct. So correct. That is also something that uh, can be a uh, a problem uh, when we uh, do not address it properly or we do not uh, you know respect uh, i i think empathy is is the only way uh, again coming to eaton's point if i if i can just make one one small point mm. coming to uh, eaton's point uh, e- where eaton said that you know it can affect anyone uh, again from a very personal front uh, i also I'm grateful and uh, I'm blessed that I do not have to pay bills uh, at home. I have a family who takes care of me. I can study now. I do not, uh, you know. So coming from uh, a place like that, uh, someone would be like, "There is nothing for you. Uh, you don't have to worry about anything. Why? Mm. Why are you in a state of luck? So why are you in a state uh, where you know?" Uh, and and I have been uh, told these, uh, and I have been uh, these these things have been told to me. like you probably don't have the right to feel depressed or mm-hmm. you probably don't have the right to uh, you know look at look at uh, other people but i feel that everyone's upbringing everyone's way 
look out on life the way people uh, look at others or the way they look at themselves are all things that come together to form uh, 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 to form us as people and everyone's individual uh, voices or anyone everyone's individual experiences are different so we cannot downplay someone just because they are a little more fortunate or a little less fortunate than someone else yeah. so people with nothing are still the happiest but uh, but how how do we how do we gauge that so i think respecting everyone's individual individuality respecting everyone's uh, just being there and just lending a ear not always being the one to say why uh, you know why uh, why why do you or why do you have the right to feel i have the right to feel what i have the right to feel and everyone has the right to feel that's what makes us human beings uh and i strongly strongly uh vouch uh and i strongly pray that everyone who is going through something to please voice it out to someone who you're comfortable with you may not be comfortable with everyone but someone who you know who you can speak to uh that person will do something to help you out or will tell you something that will bring you out of your state of darkness right right before we move on to like how do we address this problem uh, there are a few facts that i got from the world health world health organization on mental health and it's kind of alarming it says that one in five children and adolescents have mental disorders and mental health problems and issues in the world absolutely 264 million people are affected by depression and and it's a leading cause of disabilities mm-hmm. now when i say disabilities it means like deformities and stuff like that like you're not able to do something it's a physical disability absolutely and mental health is a cause for that for 264 people uh mental health disorder dis- disorders begin before the age of 14 oh shit so it's also important to understand the environment a child grows up in absolutely because that is a main problem for your mental health going in the future absolutely right again 800000 people die from suicide every year mainly because of mental health that's equivalent to one person dying every 40 seconds and the age group between this is between 15 to 29 years old so they're dying young another alarming factor mental health workers sorry many yeah, are mental health workers now we're talking more on the addressing part of it yes how many workers are there to address mental health and it's alarming for low income countries like us for every 100000 people there are only two mental health worker for every 100000 people that's very less as compared to 70 in the in the better developed countries so you imagine like nobody is going to that field or nobody wants to take up mental health to address it out here less than less than half of the 139 countries in the world have policies for mental health let's not forget let's forget about the workers there is no policies in place it place for it and i think so it's time for us to address mental health as an issue now coming from that front what are the various things that we can do or a person can do if they know that okay fine i have a problem this is a symptom my friend has a symptom or you have the symptom what are the things 
me as a person need to do to address uh to get help okay so uh see uh to be very honest getting professional help is not something that should be looked down upon to be very honest i have had the most help from my therapist uh who uh and i also take medication uh the therapist suggested this to me so i went to another psych uh, to a psychiatrist uh who gave me tablets now that person has done psychiatry a therapist is not necessarily a doctor okay so that is the basic difference so getting professional help is something that is very very important uh it is not something that you should be looking down upon and uh it is absolutely healthy and uh, and it's a wonderful place to be in because you are actually listening and getting ideas from someone who has learned about these things so you know that it is it is a very very uh, professional it's done professionally it's confidential and you uh, are going to get solutions uh, and you will be able to cope up with these things uh secondly connecting with others so uh i may have not been the best at it but i tried my best ac so thank you for being uh, there for me uh, uh during uh, during this time uh thank you very much uh staying positive in ways that uh, you can doing what you like especially um, not letting go of hobbies uh, that you would like to do as a child so maybe someone likes playing video games or uh, you know you do that uh, or someone likes painting uh, you do that or someone likes nail polish like me uh, i do that uh, so doing things that you like uh, also being uh, physically active uh, exercise has helped uh, me and has i i have got uh, this uh, from others as well who have been going through similar uh, uh, issues like me uh, uh, exercise releases endorphins uh which are your happy hormones and uh it's like uh you know it's also helping you physically but also mentally because it releases a lot of stress relievers so being physically active eating healthy as much as you can uh will definitely definitely uh make you win at least a quarter of your battle uh in the mental health uh, uh front uh helping others as much as you can uh if 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 that is something that makes you happy uh playing with a pet if you like animals try and reach out and uh, you know play with them or uh, you love your grandparents spend time with them uh you love your boyfriend you love your girlfriend your spouse spend time with them uh, help them out in whatever way uh, you can uh even getting a proper sleep is is important now that is something that uh, also can lead to, uh, that that is one of the causing factors you may not get proper sleep because you are going through this mm-hmm. uh, and medication is also something that can help you with that in a very in a prescribed way in a way that is scientifically given to you by a psychiatrist please don't go and treat yourself for <laughs> yes. uh, uh, you know yes so get a prescription yeah. uh, from a psychiatrist and uh, coping skills so again coping skills would be uh, you know you doing what you like uh, you singing songs if you are happy in the bathroom uh, these are small things uh, it, it they may seem simple but uh, for someone who is 
going through something even simple things are uh, difficult please do what you like uh, live in the present talk to people and uh, try to stay positive as much as you can be healthy drink water stay hydrated yeah those are some of the things that we could do okay and i think also in terms of the work uh, in terms of the work environment uh, at least in mine and also lionel's organization uh, we have this program called as the employee wellness program where uh, basically if you are having issues um or you need someone to talk to basically you can anonymously just talk to a person and get some counseling hmm. i'm not sure whether it's uh, mandatory or whether it's just an initiative that our organization was helpful enough to put forward uh but that is also another option where uh, if people need someone to talk to and i think also in the work environment if you're feeling overwhelmed maybe take a few days off discuss it with your manager and just take a few days off just for mental health Right. Sorry yes. to like you know eat and rub this in your face. We do have holidays which says uh, <laughs> wellness wellness days off, <laughs> which you you can actually take a holiday and say that you know uh, it's my well being and I want to take an off for that. And companies are coming out with that. It's very great that they're addressing problems like this. Now I know that mental health and depression is what all of us have gone through. A few things now. Now thanks, Webby, for sharing your thoughts and stuff. Like, and and what how how have you overcome yeah. this battle? Yes. I, before we go, before we close for the day, it's like I, whenever I think of depression and whenever I think of being sad, reminds me of that song from Sound of Music, "Raindrops and Roses and Whiskers <laughs> and Kittens." Yes, like you the know, uh, yeah, yeah. These are the thing. So, what are the favorite things that doesn't make you feel sad? Uh, for me. So yeah, I've also actually ever since the uh, lockdown started, I've been exercising. So at least uh, twice a week or thrice a week, I basically try to do some uh, what do you call this exercises on the you know basically the CureFit app. I try to use that to do some exercises. Otherwise, I normally walk. Apart from that, I'm a real gamer. So I you know download new games and play it. That's also mm-hmm. then. I think for me I re- for me one of the things is about I really like sharing some new and fascinating facts so I like read Facebook and keep forwarding it to people and in the past and tagging us yeah and in the past these people have been have told me to stop <laughs> tagging them and so many stuff but I'm I'm hoping that after this they, since they know how interesting intrinsic it is with my well-being they will you know accept it count me in eaten in fact uh, time jab that you were time right i know that's how i go i know edgar and me have literally started a podcast because of this but apart from that what else do we do man when we're feeling low for me the main thing is listening to music and in this lockdown i've got a chance to listen to discover some great artists which actually helped me feel good the second thing is i i run not run i jog i can't <laughs> run but uh, i really try uh, jogging and uh, i do it, i try to do it every day um, and it really really makes a difference so webby when you were talking about exercise yeah. i know yes. i mean i'm i i I've, whenever i'm sad and when i go for a run hmm. everything comes out of me you know all the negative energy just uh, dissipates absolutely yeah. it does it yeah, does so these are the two things and the the last thing is i talk to a lot of friends i am like constantly on the phone 
just talking to people and you know getting to know what they are going through sharing what my thoughts so that's how i'm mm-hmm. managing it uh, right now right so for me it's like you said music yes you have to tell us yeah dude i have i do a lot of shit like like i do a lot of stuff like one is baking cooking like uh, i'm very moody a person like if i get up i'm like okay theek i'm not feeling hungry let's let's do a frittata today oh, wow. and mom is getting up and she's like what are you what are you doing to come home for food <laughs> so i'm like i'm making frittata and then the other day i'm like okay i'm making pie and then suddenly one day i'm like i bought a chicken she's like why have you bought chicken as like i want to have tandoori chicken <laughs> and then like one day i'm just sleeping she's like what are you doing i'm saying i'm doing nothing i feel like doing nothing but then mm-hmm. it's more like me me listening to music and when i'm feeling low like uh, if i have to explain my playlist to you mm-hmm. it'll be like suddenly i'm listening to a a great big world by i think so christiana aguilera say something i'm i'm giving up on you mm. and then i try with that i start with a very depressing song mm. and then the next song is mulan rouge and i'm dancing to mulan rouge and i'm like <laughs> oh wow like i cannot like i cannot be i cannot be in that state of mind i have to be dancing like i have to dance or i have to cook or i have to do something i have to do something to keep me occupied and yeah that's about it like that's 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 me i'll be like sad for 10 15 minutes and then next i'm like you know forget it man i can't do i can't do depression for a long time man i can't be like this is just not me <laughs> by the way webby if our listener wants to actually find a counselor for therapy what are the options where can they go any places you can recommend a uh, therapy can be expensive uh, so uh, it it is not uh, the cheapest uh, uh, thing ever so uh, where i would go i would uh, i i was paying for my therapy so uh, there was there is prafulta in burivli that is uh, don bosco's uh, an a don bosco institution and they uh, take care of not just uh, mental health but also like aptitude tests and all of these things so even if you want career counseling and all of that as well as uh, professional uh, counseling in terms of mental health and things like that uh st michael's church in mahim i'm talking about specifically in mumbai so uh uh st michael's church in mahim will give out free uh mental health sessions to people who are in need uh of of mental health uh, you know you you do not have to pay and there if if you uh, go on to google there are certain ngos as well with their phone numbers you can always contact them and speak to them if you uh, want free medical help because men, uh, mental health uh, and therapy sessions are expensive they are not cheap mm. so uh, but everyone deserves uh, mental care and mental health and uh, a professional a person to help them out so there are places that will also give you free uh mental health sessions mm-hmm. so please check that out uh if if you feel you are in need or if you feel someone else is in need of that yeah thank you webby and for our listeners who are in really need of mental health these are the two places you can visit uh you can also google ngos i know there are many places and uh and initiatives that are there towards mental health uh apart from this so just a quick question webby before we yes. leave is that uh, these two places that you mentioned they are they are not religious specific and anyone can approach absolutely. them absolutely right? absolutely just, anyone can approach them and they will be confidential and they will not leak out anything so you can be totally free with them and uh if if you do not if it's very specific 
you can also go out to NGOs. Uh, they will do that too. It's not religion specific at all. Cool, cool. Thanks a ton. I think so. We have really dwelled upon this topic, and thank you so much, Webby, for joining us today. Stacy, you too. You both have really shared some really great light on uh, mental health, and it's been a pleasure having you on the Bakchodi discussion and social meeting podcast. Thank you. We do hope that you stick with us and support us in our journey. And Absolutely. to the listener out there, thank you so much for listening to us. It's it's been a pleasure having you. Absolutely. Thank you for having us in the in the in the Bakchodi family, man. So that's it from now. Mm-hmm. Until then. we will we do hope we will come up with more podcast uh, on different issues and addressing various topics thank you guys all right thanks everyone bye bye guys thank you bye yeah.